You're tuned into Radio 1190 KVCU Boulder. We have a special treat for you. The uh, Denver band Taito Alba has stopped by Radio 1190 Studios. They're in the room right next to me, all mic'd up and ready to play a live set for you. They're coming to the Syntax Physic Opera in Denver on uh, June 4th. So get ready for that show and get ready for this show. They're about to play live. Here is Taito Alba. All right, hi everyone. We're Taito Alba and we're from Denver. This song's called Turn to Stone.
Kaito Alba right here on Radio 1190 KVCU Boulder playing a live set there. They are about to come in here and do a little bit of an interview here, talk about some upcoming shows, talk about the Denver scene um, because they are a Denver band. Right now I'm going to play a track off of their album that recently came out. This is Passenger off of Taito Album's new album, Oh Tame One.
You're tuned into Radio 1190 KVCU Boulder. That was Taito Alba with the track Passenger there. They just uh, played in the lobby right next door, and they're with me in the studio. How's it going, guys? Good. 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 Pleasure to be here. Well, um, well, we're really glad to have you. That was a really awesome set. Thank uh, you. It was really easy to mix you guys, which is always fun, and uh, <laughs> just got a really great sound out of it. So tell me a little bit about how you guys came together and formed the band. So we formed last late summer, early fall. Um, Ryan and I, um, this is Melanie, by the way, singer and guitar player. Um, Ryan, our, um, the bass player, and I had been playing together in my last project, which was sort of more of a folky thing. And that um, ended up disbanding around August or so of last year. And um, a couple months before then, I had met Matt, um, the other guitarist and singer, at um, this singer-songwriter showcase. And we both saw each other play and we're like, wow, I really like your style. You know, like we should definitely work together on something. Um, and then, um, Matt, do you want to talk about how you and Jeremy know each other? <laughs> yeah. I mean, like, I, I was just thinking about your story, and I was like, I honestly <laughs> think that's probably the last time I went to Herman's Hideaway for that singer-songwriter yeah. thing. So, but yeah, my name's Matt. I do guitar and uh, the other vocals for the band. How did me and Jeremy meet? That's a good question, bud. Um, yeah. Craigslist. Like, Craigslist, man. Like, all it's good not nearly as creepy, is it? <laughs> yeah. No, it was equally as creepy. Brian and I met off Craigslist, too, actually. Craigslist is a great place to meet. Yeah, <laughs> you would be surprised how many bands come in here and they say, "Yeah, we met on Craigslist and we've been yeah, playing sure, together yeah. for." I've right met years. a lot of past bandmates off Craigslist. I think Craigslist just like should sponsor every musician because I think that's a majority of what music is like in your hometowns now. Is like you get your equipment and meet your bandmates on Craigslist. It's great. <laughs> I didn't swipe right, I guess, when I met him, and uh, yeah. been lovers ever since. Um, yeah, but I changed your mind soon after. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Anyways, yeah, we did a, we, we're still in a group called Umbrella Weather. Um, that's a little bit more on the emo side. It's a lot of fun, and uh, you know, when uh, Melanie needed a guitarist for UMS, uh, which is what they needed me for, for Howl, um, you know, I, I got to jump on and play guitar, and then, uh, when the drummer uh, kind of separated, uh, I was like, hey, I got this great guy. His name's Jeremy. He's got a great beard. Um, that was kind <laughs> Prerequisite of Prerequisite for like, this band? I know how hip that sounds, but weirdly, it was, like, really refreshing to know that all the guys in the band had beards. And, I mean, they're still here. Melanie's working on hers. <laughs> I'm trying. If I yeah. focus really hard every night before I go to bed, then, like, maybe I'll sprout a little one. <laughs> you guys should just sport You should sport the glue beard on top of it. So. Yeah. <laughs> it's that you yeah. said it like it's such a thing. Oh, like, it's, it's a thing. thing. <laughs> Do you know people were doing this? <laughs> glue beard. What about just, like, a glue stash? Can I have, like, a handlebar? Like, wink. <laughs> maybe when you're older. I don't know. If your birthday's coming up. Can I have a handlebar mustache for my birthday? Yeah. Mm. Okay, cool. Absolutely. Cool. Who would give that? Who's like a celebrity with a great handlebar? I mean, <laughs> nobody not, knows. Not. Well, I was thinking you guys would each like contribute a little bit of your beard. No. Jeremy Pike, and then you guys would like make no. make me a beard out of your beard. No. Well, it grows back in like four hours. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's the wonderful thing about the Denver music scene is everybody shares everybody, you know. <laughs> yeah. Everyone shares their beards. I mean, I got mine on Craigslist. So. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh. Well, speaking of other, uh, I don't know if they have any beards anymore. When they came in here, they did uh, a couple of the members from Male Blonding had beards. Oh, yeah. I don't know if they're sporting them anymore. Oh, but uh, Noah and Bryce oh. have de decent beards. 
I think Noah's always got like a halfy going, and uh, Andrew kind of has facial Andrew, hair, right? Andrew just fluctuates all over the place. Like he has blonde hair now, which cracks me up. Uh, I hope they're listening to this and just being like, mm, "Yes, another <laughs> plug from Taito Alba." Yeah. <laughs> well, you guys had some sort of uh, musical connection to them, correct? On this yeah. la- latest album, I've been friends with those guys for a while. Um, a couple of them I've known as far back as high school. Um, and. When we decided that we wanted to make this EP, I I approached Noah, which is Male Blonding's um, singer and guitar player, because I know that he has a lot of experience with recording, and that's something that he really enjoys. So he actually recorded and mixed our EP, which we recorded um, DIY fashion in our drummer Jeremy's living room. It was a lot of fun over the course of a weekend. I mean, it looks so official, though. I mean, that was like, like, I always feel like we bring up the fact that we recorded it in the living room, but I mean, like, you know, great mic placement can do a lot, and like Noah knew what he was doing. So, good yeah. engineer will take you a long way. So, if you're listening, thanks, Noah. Yeah, it's amazing what kind of new tech has done to DIY spaces and DIY bands. Like, if you're recording in a basement, you cannot even tell anymore these days. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I know it. I mean, that's, I think that's why we've kind of stuck to it. We got uh, a few people that interviewed us uh, that were calling us kind of the DIY band, which I, I don't think we're that DIY, but I mean, it but is thank true. You. Like we've embraced it enough that, like you know, Melanie's Melanie's art is uh, featured on the physical CD, and she's like a full-time you know artist, and so we've been able to make all of our own graphics. At least she has. Yeah. And um, I'm kind of a crafty person, and by by day I'm a tattooist and illustrator and designer and fine artist. And when it came time to deal with our physical EP. Um, I ended up pretty much making the whole thing myself. We ordered these flat um, uh, black chipboard cases and then having this big folding party where we folded them all up. I did all of the yeah, um, design. Party, it was like a three-hour three hour folding party. It was awesome. <laughs> um, DIY, though, I mean, I feel like, um, like some of the venues, too, that we've gotten to play at, too, like you should talk about Seven Circle because I know you know those dudes really well. For those of you that don't know, Seven Circle is a really rad DIY venue yeah. in Denver. Yeah, no, we we played there. Um, yeah, it's like probably the best DIY venue. <laughs> I love Seven Circle. It's probably the best DIY venue like I've seen in Denver in a really long time. But we like a lot of the other places around town, like Deer Pile and then Rhino. some Rhinoceropolis, yeah. yeah. some other places like that where you know the people running it actually you can tell they really really care about music. They're yeah. running it to yeah. make money off of people coming in and spending money at the bar like they you can really see the musicians. difference when you walk into those places yeah. yeah playing those places and not only that it's like those are the only places our younger fans can come see us yeah i mean that's that's such a key part of the diy is all ages kind of all types of people can go seven circle i actually i used to go there all the time when i was in high school back when it was the called Blastomat. the blastomat and i i love that space it's changed a lot over the years but oh my god it's i've seen some great stuff there well you know like it's it's funny. Look at the booking there. Like they were gonna have Afro Man play there, and I was like, sick. Like what? Like good for Seventh Circle. That's yeah. amazing. Like, but yeah, and doing the Tim and Eric stuff. I mean, it just came to mind. You know, we were talking about DIY, and I was like, you know, those are the spaces we have the most fun in, and it is like kind of what we utilize to make some of the music and stuff. I mean, it's it's just a really fun way to go, and it's great that it's so accessible now. I yeah. Mean, I don't think it used to be that way for a long time. Yeah. Um, 
I mean, I'm sure. Do you guys have any experience with that too? I mean, like. Yeah, I mean, it's kind of been a fortunate thing about the current staff here is that we uh, we've started to we're really a tight knit group of managers this year, and uh, we've started to throw some house shows and just we're always at the Rhino. So I I just really I love the culture and our uh, host of the local shakedown, Bree Davies. She always pulls people from uh, the Rhino, and I think they just had their eighth year celebration or something the other day. Tenth, it was their tenth. Yeah. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, but I mean, it's it's just awesome to have have that in Denver. I think we kind of forget that uh, we're so fortunate to have those spaces because most of the country doesn't. You know, it's so true. And I mean, it, like especially for um, I, I coach some high school kids sometimes, and I know that like that's you know I try and help them book shows, and really that's the places that are looking for all ages, and you know that. You know, it's usually house shows, like you're talking about. Yeah. Like, it used to just be, like, you do a house show, you do some sketchy, like, parking lot <laughs> show in front of, like, a business, maybe. Like, but now it's open. There's so many places in downtown Denver, and especially to get some kids, you yeah. know, doing the right thing and playing music. I think that's, that's you know, big ups to the DIY venues. Yeah. Yeah. You guys are listening. And I feel like it's, it, it might be, it's getting tougher for them in a way, because a couple of years ago, um, people living in warehouses was rampant, and now mm-hmm. um, I think partially because of the marijuana industry and partially just because of Denver's economy and the direction that it's going. Um, you know, we can't find a practice space because people are occupying all of all of the available warehouses for, you know, growing and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, and also the housing situation in Denver is getting really tough, and, you know, the people who are living DIY are being pushed out yeah i mean all all types of rent are getting a little bit more expensive and that does include it's crazy it's insane yeah includes the warehouses unfortunately because that's you know you want to you want to keep diy spaces either either donation based or just like really cheap to get in because it's it's about inclusivity and uh you know they're doing a good job but definitely if you go to a diy show put some money in you know it's yeah, not yeah, yeah. it's not just for some you know rich person behind <laughs> behind the scenes who you never see there it's just to support the the culture that we're fortunate yeah. Yeah. enough to have yeah and the touring bands yeah and and that especially for touring band. bands yeah. yeah but yeah so taito alba that is a uh, that is the scientific term for uh, the uh, barn owl. Mm-hmm. So I've uh, did about 30 seconds of research here, and I have three <laughs> true or false questions about barn owls. Oh, boy, I'm excited. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if you guys 30 are. Se- <laughs> I'm, like, impressed that you were able to navigate the Internet that quickly. It's going to be really I- unimpressive if we can't answer them correctly. <laughs> well, the, gr- the great thing this. was. Yeah, please give the mic to Ryan. <laughs> <laughs> the great thing was Googling Taito Alba came up with an article that said the 12 things about barn owls that you need to know. So I was like, well, I need oh, to know that's it. that's easy. There we go. Uh, <laughs> Let me just pull out my like phone this. real fast and find that article. No, no, no cheating. I'm watching. <laughs> uh, okay. They're all true or false. Okay. So 50% chance on each. All right, guys, we got this. Okay. True or false, the Taito Alba eats more times per day than the average human being. What, eats what more times being. more times than the average human the being average so human being. let's Does set the over under at like three times a day and three meals let's set the over under at six because you know snacks you know that seems about right like six yeah. <laughs> uh i'm gonna say i'm gonna say true i don't know i don't know I'm about that either because they spend that so much that much they spend so much time like hunting and looking for their prey that yeah but that, that sounds like a really busy night they're owls dude they got they're hooking it up. Like they, they got like they got time. Of, Jeremy, you know. Aubrey, what do you guys think? On the other hand, though, too, I hear the term "eat like a bird" is a falsehood. They I eat a lot. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. 
So okay, so we got oh, I already four. My we got four so. false and one true. So well, the answer is true. They eat oh! on average. On average, they eat 14 times a day. You wouldn't believe how much this happens. They false them, right? I mean, like. Well, you know, I'd, I'd hold on. We still have two questions. <laughs> right? Yeah. So All right. True or false? Even though the fully grown barn owl is about the size of a house cat, it only weighs one pound. Oh, Ryan. <laughs> I'm going to say true because I bet it's got hollow bones, but I don't know. Well, yeah, that's true. I'll Birds do true. have hollow bones. One pound yeah. is not very much. Yeah, it's like like five Six. pounds more than you weigh, right? <laughs> <laughs> Negative four. <laughs> that's She's just right. floating into the air. <laughs> and Melody's an apparition if you guys didn't know. Wait, so everyone thinks, what does everyone think? True? true. I say true. Okay. Uh, I'm going to go twice to say false. I'll, I'll see if, you know, pick up the slack here. All right. Man. One pound. I mean, even with hollow. Bones. I'm gonna say false. I feel like it's probably like four pounds or five pounds. Okay, the answer is true. It's only one uh, pound. Yeah, they're normally right. See, so you, got, you had to get cocky, Matt. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, just gotta represent the other side. So as a band, yeah. we're one for two right now. So you know, you gotta get this next one, or else. Oh man. Okay. You know. True or false? The barn owl can be found only in the Americas and Europe. Uh, I feel like Madagascar. There's owls. Madagascar. <laughs> that seemed right. <laughs> I love that I'm the only one in college right now, and I'm just way, like, way off. It's been a long time since I learned anything practical. Yeah. What are you learning in your barn owl class? <laughs> yeah. I'm apparently not paying too much attention yeah. to my barn owl class. Um, barn owl one I'm gonna say true. Why not? Yeah. Let's say. I'm going to dissent. I'm going to say false on that. Ah, there we go. But That's what I like about you. I think false, but yeah. what do the interwebs say? I kind of feel like true. I mean, I haven't heard of like Barnell's being in Australia and South America. But Are we split 2-2 two, two here? All right. Uh, what, what's the side? Yep. I say true. <sighs> Aubrey's <laughs> Unfortunately, right. false. Oh. They are on. Oh. Oh. See, Aubrey. So what? We got to get rid of our band name or something? No, you just don't. You don't <laughs> you get Carl Castle's voice on you your home answering oh, machine. No. If, uh, <laughs> if we don't know enough about barn owls to call ourselves Taito Alba, we just have to go by barn owl. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We're a barn owl. Yeah, we're not. Hey guys, we're barn owl. <laughs> okay, guys. For the next week, we all have to research barn owls. Let's yeah. like read read books. Thank We're going to write songs about it. <laughs> Melody just assigning tasks to us on the radio. They're only Thank found you. in... Wait, no. is that true, right? They're only found in North no, America? they're found in every continent but Antarctica. Eat 16 wow. pounds a day. Yeah. They're all over the planet. <laughs> penguins. That's, that's the next... That's your next song. Well... Taito, Alba, thank you guys so much for uh, coming by, playing a set. And uh, you guys are the first episode of the podcast, which will be up in 24 hours. Hooray. So Hooray. I feel that special. Yeah. And, uh, we love podcasts. Yeah. We're all about that. Yeah. Well, congratulations. You guys have a couple shows coming up. So you guys are playing the Syntax Physic Opera on uh, June 4th, and that mm -hmm. is in Denver. Do you guys know anything about that space? I've been there once. It's really awesome. Um, I think it's a pretty recent venue. Um, last year. It's, it's it's less than a mile south of, of kind of the main drag of South Broadway that we're all really familiar with. Um, I can't believe it took me so long to figure out that it existed because the space is really amazing. It's got this nice sort of antiquated cocktail 
prohibition era feel. The walls are all red. They've got this nice stage. Um, and we're playing with a couple other um, really great acts. I think we've got Lainey Jones and the Spirits traveling from Florida. And we're also playing with a local band called Smoke and Honey, and it is also their CD release. And I think we've got another touring act on the bill as well. Yeah, I think it's coming from Alaska. 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 Yeah. Yeah. I forget, it. I forget the An name. An Alaskan now, singer songwriter. <laughs> <laughs> but, but it's going to be a really great night. I was going to say, those are the venues we love to play because I, I think it fits with the music pretty well. So. Yeah. Come to that one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then coming up a little bit farther down the line on Saturday, July 11th, you guys are part of that new Bluebird, what is that, the Bluebird District. Yeah, District. yeah. Amazing we've festival. always, we've loved that side of town for a long time. I mean, we've done, you know. We uh, just played there last week. I was going to say, we did Lost Lake and we've, we've loved loved Goosetown for a long time. I've had a good relationship with them. and mm-hmm. uh, So we're really excited to be able to um, rep it over at, we're doing Lost Lake for that one, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. yeah. The Lost Lake on, uh, that is Saturday, July 11th. Just at that show alone, we've got uh, a Tom Collins, Break Plaza, and Dirty Few, and just a lot of different bands are playing that show. It's only $25 for three days, so that's going to be a pretty incredible deal. Going to be a good time. Um, and that is uh, Friday, July 10th, Saturday, July 11th, which is when you guys are going to be playing, and Sunday, July 12th at all these different venues in Denver. Well, again, thanks you guys, thanks for uh, coming in. We're going to send it off with another song here. Uh, this is New Apathy off of your most recent album, O Tame One.
of Taito Alba's music, check out their Bandcamp at taitoalbaband.bandcamp.com. Their most recent album, entitled Oh Tame One, is on there, and you can name your own price for it. Live sound engineering of this episode was done by Colton O'Connor and myself, Liam Comer. For more studio sessions like this, visit our SoundCloud, soundcloud.com slash radio-1190, or subscribe to the new Radio 1190 podcast on iTunes. For more information on the station, visit radio1190.org.